Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast, High Highs and Low Lows. I'm your host, Marianne Grace, and I hope you guys are having a wonderful day or night, wherever you are. Um, I just wanted to come in for the intro real quick because I have quite a long episode for you guys this week. So if you're ready to sit and listen to me and my one of my really best friends, um, she and I had such a wonderful and often messy conversation. So please just giving a little disclaimer that um, it gets a little messy at times. But you know, naturally, when you're so comfortable with someone, the conversation will naturally drift. And um, as much as I wanted to make sure we were on topic, I think a lot of good things did come out of this episode. So I hope you guys really enjoy it. And yeah, it's a really long one. So I don't want to spend too much time I do just want to let you guys know that um, before you further listen, that um, the quality of our interview, well, I wouldn't say interview, (laughs) but the quality of the call, because I had to basically FaceTime her for the episode. I don't have like high tech or anything like that. I literally have a microphone in my laptop. So um, the quality isn't that great or that amazing but it's still great content and um, I hope that it doesn't throw you off. So please, I would appreciate it if you guys stick around for this episode because it's a good one. And um, yeah, so that's it. So I have my beautiful friend here. You look so beautiful as usual. Oh my God, thank you. (laughs) Um, Please introduce yourself to people who don't know you, who I feel like most people already know you. So... Um, my name is Delal. I am a master's student and an astronaut. Yes, we love to see it. <laughs> I'm actually really excited. Was it official? Official? Your job as what? an astronaut? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We have to talk about that um, off. Off. off the, can- oh, because it's okay. It's... So the two things that I don't want to talk about are the Taliban and my next okay. job. <laughs> Wait, so do you not want this part at all in there? No, this part can be in there. Okay. Like, I got some details about it the other day. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like confidential astronaut stuff. Yeah, Yeah. we can't talk about that. No, they're going to track us down. Tell your editor to cut this part out. So me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, your editor in the studio. Oh, God. Okay, and, um... The reason why I have you here, which is literally just because the other day I was thinking, I was like, I can't believe how much we still talk to each other, even though you're like an entire country away, <laughs> like you're across the coast. Yeah. And I think it's- go ahead. No, go ahead. No. I was just gonna say that I just like FaceTime you randomly all the time and I have now like an album of screenshots on my phone and my iPad of just like all the times that you haven't picked up and me just like making a face oh my god I (laughs) swear it's a lot of photos now but like we'll get there I think I remember I used to do that to you and I would send it to you periodically, like, wow, this is what you do to me. And then you'd be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to, like, for your birthday, I'm going to, like, make a slideshow video thing just of those photos. Just be like, happy birthday, Marianne. <laughs> Such a good friend. Always there for me. It's just all my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's so funny. But, yeah, because we've been friends for what? Since 
2011. Okay. I can't do the math. Is that my junior year? Yes, 2011. That was your senior. No. Yeah, that was my senior year. 2011, 2012. Yeah, because I graduated the year of 2012. So, yeah, that was my senior year. Wait, did I know you when the social network came out? Yeah. <laughs> that was my sophomore year. No and that way. was 2010, 2011. Yeah, I remember. It's my Are you saying? I, was, I remember being in chemistry class with Blenderman. Are you saying that, like, I've got it wrong the entire time? <laughs> because I I'm thought I... I'm saying that I, I don't know that we knew each other when the social network happened, to be honest. No, but to be honest, just because the social network came out doesn't mean we knew each other when it came out. I think, Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, I think we both mutually liked the social network <laughs> when Facts. we already met Facts. you know what's so funny i do remember us seeing um spider-man the amazing spider-man together that's the third one yeah right no that was the new one with andrew garfield oh okay i'm thinking of the third one because i saw that with cheyenne and someone else no we're talking about me <laughs> i know but i couldn't remember if you were there i don't remember seeing the andrew garfield one no, that was with me. That was with I me. I seeing the first one. I remember playing. I have a, I literally have the picture of us. Wait, is that when we did the photo booth? Yes, yes. Disgusting. That was embarrassing. <laughs> Jesus. I remember. Oh my God, that was so fun. But, okay, this is what I wanted to talk about. Because I remember the first time we ever decided to hang out, we decided our first ever hangout was going to be a Broadway show. <laughs> oh my god. That's, like, that's no way that was our first ever hangout. Because I remember we had to save up. Yeah. 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 It was like, what? 200 something dollars a ticket? It might have been like 300 Yeah, it was like close to 300 I just remember paying a lot of money. And I remember, because we were only talking, like in, in gym class. And then we were like, we should hang out. <laughs> And then we were like, let's go see a Broadway show. What the fuck? Why did Dude. we decide to do that? I remember, like, we didn't do it like normal people. When no. When we, no. like, took the train and went in. We, no. like, my dad drove us all the way in. First of all, your dad took the most, like, amazing way there because there was no traffic, no tolls. We just somehow oh, ended up in Broadway. I don't know how he does it, but yeah. <laughs> I was like, where are we going? And I was like, this is not the direction of New York. And then we just still somehow ended up, like, he just turned a street and we were already on Broadway. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what the hell just happened? I yeah, can't believe it. Yeah, I don't know it. how he does it. He's, like, just so used to driving in there. I remember, this is such a tangent now about my dad's driving patterns, but, like, Naturally. I remember the... <laughs> The day before I had to fly to Sudan back in December, no, back in January, right? Mm -hmm. I had to fly to Sudan and I realized I didn't get my visa to fly <laughs> to Sudan. So then he was like, what the fuck? I was at my friend's wedding that night. I was like, I'm just going to go home, go to sleep, wake up 5 a.m. for my flight. He was like, you don't have a visa. Where's your Where's your passport? Like, I need to go get you a visa. So then he didn't drive to the embassy. He knew, like, the guy that works at the embassy. He drove. From our house in New Jersey to Queens and back, and was home before I got home. From the like, I don't, I don't know how you did that. But okay. I'm telling you, your dad's a wizard. Like yeah, I, so I yeah, that's crazy to me. How did we fall into this tangent? This always happens because, like, especially when you're comfortable with someone, 
even when I had Charmy on the podcast, we were just like going on a tangent. But naturally, honestly, it's it's what happens. But yeah, what were we talking about? How we met, which was a very long time ago. And since then, we've still been friends. Like, I don't think we've ever really had such a huge falling out. You know, like all this time, yeah. did we ever really have like a huge, huge ar- argument? I mean, I can remember an argument, <laughs> but I don't ever remember us being like to the point where like we weren't talking to each other. I can remember two arguments. Are you going to bring I them up? Think, <laughs> I don't know if you want me to. No, mine, let's I, not. I don't, I don't, I feel like I falling out with like friends. I feel like that's almost not. a myth or like for a certain type of people that people will say like oh girl girlfriend groups or like girl best friends can't stay friends for a long time because there's always like some drama or like someone's a snake but I haven't seen that in any of my friend groups no and that's good obviously I'm not saying we should have but it's nice knowing that even after what 10 plus years how, how long has it been Am I like overshooting I, like, how long we've do been? The math. I know. Um, maybe it's like nine, nine years. Nine years, yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of memories. We're not gonna get into them. But we have a lot of memories and I love them. So great. And then you fucking decided to move across the country. <laughs> yeah, best decision I ever made, honestly. But yeah. But okay, let's talk about that. Cause I wanna talk about how you finally decided to pursue something that was not here and I was really sad but also happy for you because you tell the story I don't want to hijack this story for you so basically I moved for grad school but it's looking like a permanent relocation I don't think I'm ever coming back to New Jersey um tell people where you live I live in Los Angeles California Los Angeles um I live in like if anyone's familiar with the Southern California area I live in North North LA, kind of close to Pasadena, but not Pasadena. Oh yeah, yeah. you um, used to live in Pasadena. You used don't to anymore. Live in Pasadena. So I've been here for two years. My first year I spent in Pasadena, which was such a drag. Pasadena is so boring, <laughs> um, but very pretty. You know, for the hey, Pasadena I have listeners. listeners. Okay, for the Pasadena listeners. <laughs> I was gonna yeah, say Pasadena I have Pasadena listeners. So <laughs> wow. Well, um, Pasadena is beautiful. <laughs> um it's just so quiet you're like it's just not for me so boring but why don't you tell people Um, why you're there oh yeah wow i cannot string like a thought together (laughs) i moved for grad school okay so i graduated undergrad 2017 um took what i'm calling a gap year even though it was truly just a year living in my parents house just trying to find a job no one would hire me Um, because New York is the worst, um, and the only design jobs there are, like, graphic design and advertisement, whatever. That wasn't for Um, you. I've always, it wasn't for me. I've always wanted to go to grad school. I knew I wanted to do something in transportation. I knew I wanted to do something in, like, like, space design, um, aeronautics, astronautics, whatever you call it. Uh, I just didn't, I didn't know, like, exactly what I wanted to do, um, so that's why I ended up taking that year to like I was like maybe I'll find a job maybe I don't want to go to grad school whatever found the program that I actually liked actually cared about applied to that school and only that school and applied late actually because I was planning to apply the year after but you know for reasons I didn't Uh, and then I got in and then I packed up my shit and I moved to LA 
It's an awesome. And the first story. year was trash. The second year has been great. Yeah, I remember. You didn't like where you lived at the time. Nope. It no. was not for you. But I feel like you're so much more happier now, like compared to before you were like, you hated everything about where your location was. And I think that yeah, put a damper on you. Like, but now yeah, you just Yeah, it made seem... me think I didn't like California in general. Yeah. Yeah. But now you're, you found your, your little spot, which I'm really glad. Yeah, I found, found my place. I found like good friends that I've had for a year now. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. I can't remember if you did mention that you were doing industrial design. I think you did. Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> you yeah, didn't? my undergrad's industrial design or product design, depending on where you go. Yeah. Um, and now yeah. I'm doing transportation systems and design. Yes, which is why you're now an astronaut. We're yes, so... exactly. That's all it takes. <laughs> it's four terms of transportation systems design, and then you're just an astronaut. Mm-hmm. So, now that you're all happy, and I love that... I love it. Um, And you're pursuing everything you want. It makes me so happy to watch you flourish and do all the things that you've literally been like wanting to do for the longest time. It's amazing. And it's like even being so far away, just like how like when you (laughs) if the if listeners don't know this, she's making the most (laughs) awkward face. It's the cutest thing. And um, just watching you do all of the things it like motivates me as well and it's crazy because I always think like I was really really afraid when you moved that we weren't going to be as close anymore oh my god no no no. I remember legitimately crying one day and I don't think I told you but I cried one night and um I told Charmy about it I was like I'm so sad I was like I don't want her to go And I was like, I, and she was telling me, she was like, you know, if she means a lot to you, you just have to keep the communication. And I realized that like, that's that and something else was also, I feel like one of the reasons, and you can interrupt me anytime, but I think that communication and also I think what really was like the ultimate thing that kept us going for so long was how much we support each other. Yeah, true. I feel like even though, like, and this goes for all friendships and relationships, I feel like the number one thing is supporting your friends. Even if you are miles or down the street or, like, a whole country's away, like, just being able to support your friend through everything. And also, like, I have to commend you because, like, you moved on your own. Like, you're by yourself. You know, you didn't know anyone really when you got there. So I was like, how scary is that for you? And I don't want to, like, talk about your own experience because, like, I'm just, from my assumption, like, it's, and I'm sure you can agree, it's scary. Um, I, is it crazy to say that I wasn't scared? Like, I was oh, you weren't? So excited. No, I was just, like, beyond excited for the program to, like, I was so excited to, like, decorate an apartment. <laughs> Wow. Which is, it didn't end up being that, but whatever. <laughs> I was excited to, like, be in L.A. I was like, oh, my God, it's like a vacation. L.A. I, know. I know, but I, I, you know, it's so funny. You're right. That is a little weird, but also not weird because I think you always wanted to expand your horizons and you were never afraid of that. So I guess, yeah, I was scared for you because personally, I <laughs> probably would have been scared. 
but no it's it's reassuring to know that you weren't scared though honestly i also think it's like from really young i've been flying to sudan by myself right like oh yeah flying through international yeah. airports where i had to speak like different dialects of arabic that i didn't really understand and figure out what the fuck i was doing and use different currencies so like going to la didn't feel like the biggest deal even being away from like people for a long period of time like i haven't seen you in person since probably what december december when you were here yeah. on break and you weren't yeah. here very long like you were here for a very short like, time yeah like a few weeks maybe not even though i feel like wasn't it what was so. the last thing we did oh my god was the last thing we did go to your back surgery oh, yes <laughs> I think so. Oh my god, you were such a lifesaver. You literally picked me up and I was crying. I was like, I need to go to the hospital. Oh my god, this is this is opening up some wounds. <laughs> Cause it was so traumatic having to like get surgery. And that too, like when I think about that too, like you were just like, Yeah, like when do you need to go? Like uh Honestly, what the fuck else would I was I gonna say? <laughs> I don't know, but like the fact that you were just, like, so ready, I was like, wow, I fucking love you. <laughs> yeah, I, like, tried so hard to just not cry, but it meant a lot. And you know that. I feel like I don't need to say it. Like, you know how bad that was. And just having you there. ready to fight a lot of people. You were. You were. <laughs> Who probably weren't as supportive, but it's okay. Um... Yeah, and, and when you showed up again, you came so many times. I feel like you came twice. God, that was a great time. Did I? You did. The first time you drove me there, <laughs> checked me yeah, in. I don't, did I come the next day? You did. Yeah. You came um, oh, yeah, that's at right, post-surgery. I was like, trying to figure out. Yeah, yeah you came post-surgery. I remember. Yeah, that was a, that was a good time. <laughs> that was a scary time. Oh, and then, oh my gosh. And then I was supposed to see you this past, what, May? Me and Cheyenne, yeah, our other friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So me and Cheyenne, our other friend Cheyenne. Shout out to Cheyenne. Um, Cheyenne! <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. I can't roll my R's. But uh, we were supposed to see you. And then Corona happened. So that really put a damper on us. Miss Rona. Yeah, Miss Rona, she does not give a fuck. She's she... a trifling asshole. <laughs> God. And she's not stopping. She's not stopping. Oh, like, winter's gonna come around. She's gonna be like, oh, never gets cold. <laughs> no, it's about to be crazy out here. I I'm know. Ready. I know. How many times did your parents tell you to come back, though? Imagine. Um, okay, so it's been kind of like a wave, right? So in the beginning, they were like, you, my mom at least was like, oh, you need to come back. You need to come back. You should come back. And then she kind of stopped. But now she's back on it because she's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. kids flew back. This person's flying. I'm like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, not. I refuse. Because I keep saying, like, imagine you getting stuck here and then what? Like, you just not going to go back to L.A.? Like no most of your yeah. life is there technically so like imagine you brought like a small bag of stuff thinking you're only going to be here for a little bit and then you're stuck here like no yeah Facts. not a good thing but yeah i'm so upset because i was really looking forward to that trip we were gonna do so many things 
we were gonna be so relaxed we were gonna do palm springs we were gonna do spa yeah, I was so looking, and it's so funny. Oh my god, I think I told you this too. And Cheyenne, that day, it was a Friday. I remember because they announced they announced quarantine like on a Sunday back in March, and I remember that Friday. I told Cheyenne, I was like, Cheyenne, the tickets are so cheap. Should I just buy it? And she was like, Oh, I remember that. Yeah, day. yeah. And she was like, No, you should wait. <laughs> I was like, but it's like a hundred dollars. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, no, 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 you should wait. Um, she was like, but you can buy it, but I want to wait. And I was like, um, I want to buy it together. <laughs> so let me wait. And then that Sunday they announced quarantine. So I was like, wow, the timing of it all. I was about to spend money and I probably would have never seen that money again. Honestly, my sister still has a ticket to LA. She does. Yeah, she had it. It was scheduled originally for March, but then my mom was like, no, you can't go. Um, even though she would have been fine if she came, to be honest. Like, not maybe not COVID-wise, but, like, quarantine-wise, she would have been fine. Um, but then she, like, postponed it. American or United or whoever the fuck allowed her to do that for mm -hmm. August. And now now we hit August, girl. She's not coming. <laughs> so, I don't know when she wants to push it back to. That sucks because California is on the quarantine list. Ugh. Yeah, it's getting worse here. I didn't think so. I thought you guys were doing fine at some point. We were. No? Like, in the beginning, we were doing great. And then so they, what happened? They tried, to open, they tried to open up too soon. Oh. They tried to open up too soon. That's like us here in Jersey, too. No, but you guys are doing great now. And, like, Arizona, they opened up so much earlier than California did. And they didn't just open up. They opened up, like, bars and clubs and stuff. Do you think it's too soon? Yeah, they were. <laughs> I don't know if they still are, but they were, like, the worst in the world. Imagine what? Arizona, a state in a country, the worst in the world. Imagine. Who's even in Arizona? No offense. Oh my god. Honestly, they're, <laughs> no, no Arizona's got like a little mini like Hollywood-esque scene in like Scottsdale or some shit oh. where like people, bitches really think that they're like influencers over there. Like they're doing a lot. They really are doing a lot. Shout out to my Arizona people. Brah, brah, brah. <laughs> Arizona. I've only ever been to Lake Havasu. That's in Arizona, right? I, I don't know. Oh, okay. I've never been to Arizona. How far is Yosemite from you? Because I wanted to go to Yosemite. <laughs> Yosemite is like six, five, seven hours. Yeah, that's not close. <laughs> it's not bad. It's like closer than San Francisco. That's a whole plane ride. I can't do that. I drove there. I know. You're crazy. <laughs> I drove there, got my first oh, speeding ticket. It was a good time. Oh my god, on, I on remember. On a broken front axle. <laughs> I remember we were on the phone for quite some time because you were driving. Well, I did want to ask you how it was, how it was like living across the country away from friends and family. Like, mm -hmm. how like how do you deal with those times where you just really really miss us? <laughs> but you like especially with Corona right now, it's like you can't just go on a plane and visit us. Like before, it would be like we would look forward to like these breaks where you're like, oh yeah, Dalal is coming. Like spring break and then you couldn't because of rona yeah so like how are you dealing with it now honestly I guess you could i'm say. on facetime 24 7 like all the time literally i work nine to five when when i wake up when i like maybe around like 11 a.m i'm at work right nahin and juan will not him lose and juan will facetime me 
mm-hmm. and we'll just have a group FaceTime while they're both at work and like we'll FaceTime until two o'clock my time which is 5 p.m their time mm-hmm. so we'll literally just be at work on FaceTime together and that's kind of like your quality time because it's like you're yeah. working together yeah. yeah. We'll just like talk about nonsense, complain about our jobs, you know, the <laughs> usual. The usual life stuff. Ask each other what new jobs we've applied to today. <laughs> the usual. The usual stuff. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like hearing them just tell me about all the dumb shit that their bosses have gotten them to do. It's so dumb. Yeah. So thank God for FaceTime, I guess. Honestly, thank God for FaceTime. Yeah. And I feel like... even House party can go straight to hell, but thank God for FaceTime. (laughs) You're, like, highly against house party. House party was fun in the beginning. Like, I really miss the bon appetit time of um, quarantine. Like, everyone was just like, this is a fun time. Like that was peak quarantine. That was... That was, like... That was peak teen. Like when I and then and then the white man took it away from me. <laughs> it's just it's upsetting me and my homegirl. Can you elaborate? <laughs> oh, do people not know? Okay, Bon Appetit is a cooking. Well, no, it's a magazine, right? It's a culinary magazine slash yes. blog yes. slash YouTube channel under Condé Nast. Um, so I have some strong feelings about. Bon Appetit and Conde Nast. So the YouTube or the video portion of Bon Appetit, what was happening was you had these food editors who would have like uh, cooking shows or cooking segments um, and they would make videos for the program on YouTube. But what was happening behind the scenes was that the food editors of color or the chefs of color were not being paid for their video work whereas their white counterparts were Mm -hmm. or they were being paid but they were being paid pennies in comparison to their white colleagues and one food editor slash chef in particular her name is sola el wali um she she's honestly like one of the most experienced on the staff she's like she's the one that people would call over to help them with like a really difficult meal or like a really difficult preparation or like really difficult technique but we found out that she was being paid pennies pennies in comparison to these people that she was hired to assist that's not just in the money that she was being paid for each video that was her salary as well so she called them out uh, and then it just all unraveled from there. Yeah, we hate to see it. Hate to see it. Yeah, so that's why you're so worked up. <laughs> that, and it just, yeah. like, gave me this, I mean, like, rightfully this myth so. of, like, yeah. this myth of the perfect workplace. I was like, look at them, they're all so happy, yeah. they all love their jobs, they're all best friends, I want to be that. And then, you know, yeah, you peer behind the curtain. And it's not good. I think what I really wanted to make sure that I pointed out for this episode was how important it was to maintain a long distance uh, relationship, (laughs) friendship, relationship. 10 year anniversary coming soon. Wait, we should pick a month. When did we meet? Oh my God. Um, I don't know. We would have to go back into like our old ass Twitter account. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Did we mention how we met? Did I skip that entirely? Yes. 
Oh God. Okay, so let's rewind. This episode is a mess. Rewind. This is all of our conversation. So are we surprised? No. Um, we met over Twitter in 2011. Yeah, you're gonna have to tell the story because I don't remember the Twitter okay. portion. Okay. I will talk about it, and then you can chime in whenever. Um. So yeah, from my memory, which could be distorted for all we know. <laughs> I remember tweeting something about Andrew Garfield. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm rubbing my temples. Yeah, she's so frustrated because she doesn't like this story. <laughs> so embarrassing. But it's cute. You must understand. It's a really cute story. Okay, so guys, I tweeted something about Andrew Garfield, and it could have been because of the social network. And I remember you, Dalal, tweeted back and said something along the lines of we just showed like a shared interest in Andrew Garfield and I remember I was like wait interest is so vague we were interested slash obsessed <laughs> we were in love with this man we were in and love I with back at photos no shade to Andrew Garfield a cutie a cutie patootie but I looked back at photos and I was like there's there was no reason for me to have experienced the feelings <laughs> i know that was like your your um that was really strange to be honest honestly we like invented white boy of the month we did we but did if there's any white boy that we will always agree on you know who it is charlie, charlie hanum. hanum yes <gasps> ma'am <laughs> Yes, yeah, ma'am. that's the white boy of my life. Are you kidding me? He's like, yeah, he's like the white boy. If you're gonna be obsessed with a white man, let it be Charlie Hunnam. Oh like, my god! And everyone blonde. else, it doesn't make sense. It's like literally the opposite of everything I need in my life. First of all, he also has like the most like gorgeous accent because it's it's like very masculine and also British. It's so but it's, it's like, not, like too British. It's not you know? too British. Yeah, yeah. He's so, so perfect. Awesome. Anyway, that's off topic again. Let's get back on track. Um, yeah, so we had like a shared obsession. And then I was like, wait, aren't you in my gym class? Slash another. No, we only had gym class together. And so we ended up literally talking only in gym class and on Twitter. And then eventually texting. And it was basically like a relationship. It was great. Oh my god, the way that you described it sounds like a relationship. Um, and then... And we started talking in class, and then we started texting. And then we started sitting together at lunch. Oh my god. And we started sharing lunch. Just kidding. Did we share lunch? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. We never had lunch together. Oh. We only remember. had gym class together. Okay. Oh my god. Dalal, I know I say this all the time, but I really miss going over your house. Like in when we lived, yeah, when we lived in our playing field. Um, we don't live there anymore, but I loved that house so much. I miss that house. I would love going to your house. Plus, your room was so cute because you had like so many posters and everything. My room was, was a mess. <laughs> my room was a disaster. Like, Your I remember room? half of the shit that I used to do to that room. Oh my god. Every like time I went to your house, I feel like this is why I liked it. Because every time I went into your room, something moved. <laughs> something yeah. moved every single time. So you I, were I always this, redecorating. Like, external hard drive that I've lost now back in college. But on it, I had photos of like 
the my peak like nonsense in my room like I didn't have curtains every window had a different kind of like tapestry on it I'm pretty <laughs> sure one of the windows was covered at like a pink and orange leopard print beach towel like I, a lot was going on like it was a mess I remember I had like electrical tape on the ceiling that spelled out thunderstorms like the arctic monkeys she's thunderstorms like oh my <laughs> crack it's crack crack it's crack crack <laughs> cocaine oh my god and the way that my parents just let it happen like i'm I cannot believe because if you know my parents' personalities, like I don't know how they let that happen. Yeah, it don't make sense. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't say anything. Like, are you okay? <laughs> like, I'm surprised they weren't like take this shit down. What yeah, is this? nonsense. <laughs> oh God, another tangent. Um, but yeah, no, we did talk about our first time we hung out, which was a nice time because like I, I like not to sound mean. But I barely knew you when we hung out the first time. We just had like a very intense shared like obsession with Andrew Garfield. And we saw Death of a Salesman, which was the which show. We had no business. Seeing. We had no business seeing at 17, we had no business 16 being in years that old. AP, AP English ass play. No business. We spent $200 each, almost I'm close to 300 probably. Yeah, close to $300 yeah. for what? Orchestra seats. <laughs> death of a a salesman why were we so close why were we so close for as if he was gonna see us (laughs) and i remember you were like taking notes because you were writing an article for Mm -hmm. oh my god you remember i was editor-in-chief that year of um the newspaper and i wrote a review on it as if i wasn't biased can you you do um You should, like, do an episode where you just read that review. (laughs) Honestly, I might. That sounds really fun. Oh, God. (laughs) But I actually have all of the newspapers, by the way, from that year. I have my graduating one. I just want to say to Miss Magliaro, um, who was the advisor. That was my girl. Yeah. She was amazing. She's, like, the reason why I got into journalism, because... She kept, like, pushing me and... Not pushing me because she's not like that, but she always encouraged me when it came to, like, the newspaper and she always would say, like, how great of a job I was doing, even if I wasn't, in my mind, I felt like I wasn't. She would always encourage me. And then I kind of just fell into it and I really liked it and she would always be so supportive in that, in everything I did. So, of course, naturally, I would be like, this is what I want to do. So without her, like, encouraging me, I don't think I would have ever pursued that and realized that it was something I wanted to do. But anyway, um, I just want to say she should have really told me that when I did the layout, the layout was ugly. The layout was um, so ugly. I think that's part of the Tunla brand. Like, the layout has to be ugly. But I did one year. I just shifted everything. And I was like, why did I do that? Who allowed me... To completely shift the shape of a newspaper. Uh, You have to do things like that. I'm glad you did it. I'm so mad because I look at it and I'm like, this is the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Why did she let me do that? She didn't think it was weird. That newspaper was a mess though. Like I remember there was this one month. Was it every month that it came out? No, every season. Oh Jesus, that's so few. Wait, season? No, no, no. It was every marking period. So it was only four. That's it? Mm Mm-hmm. 
There was only four. Jeez. Okay, well, this one marking period, we had, like, barely written anything. And so I, I ended up writing a piece because I was um, features editor. Mm. I wrote a piece about, like, getting tattoos and, like, how, like, the symbolism of different tattoos so you can, like, think about it before you get it. And we had such little like other articles that I had to put pictures of every single kind of tattoo I was talking about. It was the most filler article ever. And this one girl that was writing four features was writing like a piece on Kendrick Lamar. And I remember reading it and being like, this not written the way that I feel like you write. And so like I copied and pasted it into Google and this bitch just copied and pasted Kendrick Lamar's Wikipedia page. I was like, ma'am. Oh my God. What the hell? So we made him rewrite it because I was like, the fuck is this? You thought I wouldn't know? <laughs> I'm glad you checked. Like, I'm glad you, like, knew that this wasn't her writing. It's, it was like, just too obvious. Like, when you read Wikipedia, you know it's Wikipedia. Come on. Yeah, true. True. No, I wrote all of my articles and they were all shit. <laughs> they were all really bad. Yeah, I can't even If I do read it out, I swear to God, I'm gonna, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's too embarrassing. I'm excited you should do it. Oh god, publicly <laughs> publicly hum- humiliate myself? Yes. No. no. I, I remember want to read some of my old essays. I have questions. You've got <laughs> Oh god. But yeah. I'm just really glad that we found like our footing in this because I was for the longest time so scared to lose you as a friend i was like oh my god she's so far away we're not gonna talk as much she's gonna be busy doing her whole like your whole thing because you you're honestly most of the time very busy but you still find time which still like anyone knows this like someone who can find the time to still talk to you even when they're super busy hold on to them like literally hold on to them because it is already hard enough to make time for yourself in this day and age so i'm imagining like wow this person's really taking the time to check in on me like it's it's such a small act but it means so much in my opinion so whenever i see you call i always try to make sure i answer but most of the time most of the time you call me and i'm sleeping already no, I know. Sometimes I do be calling you and it's like 1 a.m. your time. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I'm like, come on, girl. I'm sleeping. I have work. <laughs> but it wasn't It wasn't always like that. I no, it wasn't. I remember like, when I first moved, we we didn't really talk that much. Like, didn't? Every didn't? time, I feel like every time we talked, we'd be like, oh my god, I feel like I haven't talked to you, spoken to you in forever. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was going on? I, I think we just, I just wasn't used to like FaceTiming someone so frequently. Because even like when I was in Jersey, we didn't FaceTime. No, that we just hung frequently. out. Yeah, we just we hung would out. Just hang sometimes out. we would get on, like sometimes we would talk on the phone. Yeah, I think we were oh. really big on phone talking at some point. We were texting a lot too. Texting. Back when, you know, I was texting. <laughs> back when I knew how to do that. <laughs> we were texting a lot. No, but I will. And s- I was Snapchatting a lot. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I will agree that when you were here, Bitch, I used to love that Snapchat. I used to be. You a were the Snapchat queen. Thing. You were like the queen of Snapchat, and I would tell you all the time. I'm like, please don't ever stop. It's so entertaining. Like, oh my oh god. My god. Just... No, but yeah, you're definitely right because I know that when you were here, we would hang out like every week. Yeah. Like whether it was Barnes and Noble, the mall, or your house, or just 
going out to eat we would, like i have snapchat memories of us like all the time just going out yeah like, i miss that <laughs> I miss and it was chill it was never like a big event it would just be like hey do you want to like go get some work done at barnes mm-hmm. and noble okay yeah let's go and lots of movies i feel like we saw movies yeah, but, yeah. Cats? but girl okay oh let's not talk about that girl the movie of 2019. <laughs> but i will say i like I've never talked about this on the podcast, but this is just me freely talking. But I've always thought about moving to LA. And I know you always say, like, come to LA. Yes, um, move. I do want to. It's just now with this whole corona thing, it makes it so much more difficult. Um, it just makes it a lot harder. Because it's like I... On top of, like, having to upheaval and move everything in my life i also have to worry about a virus that i can't control and um it's all so frightening and it's like i don't know if i'm ready to put myself in that position but trust me when i say in the future i definitely see myself living there at some point i just love la every time i visit la which has only been twice um i just love it there i feel like people are just so much more chill they are so much more chill life is slower here than it is in like new jersey and new york yeah i mean i do hear like especially on you know because we both listen to nicole byers podcast she says like it's full of like narcissistic people and like people just want to be famous but you know whenever i go there i never see those types of people and i don't know if it's just based on who you're around but like I would be visiting my family there and when we would visit like we would meet her friends and things like that like Everyone was so down to earth and chill, so. Yeah, I guess it really depends on, like, where you are and who you're around. Because, like, Nicole Byer, obviously, she's around a bunch of actors, actresses, comedians, drag queens. Like, she's around people who are interested in, like, entertainment, getting famous. I remember when I first came here and, like, I was Ubering everywhere. Like, almost all of my Ubers were either musicians or actors. Wow. Yeah. I was like, damn, like, I thought it was a myth or, like, I thought it was a stereotype, but no, it was legit. Speaking of Ubers, I took an Uber the last time I was in California. My Uber driver ended up having, like, basically what is karaoke in car- in the car. He started huh? He started playing, like, Disney songs, and then he was singing to them. No one else was. <laughs> oh, side note, if I can just do a call Yeah, back. yeah. You just reminded me. Three fights. Okay, that's all. But that's just... No. You said Uber and then I remembered the third one. Okay, No, no, no. It's okay. But you know what I do like that we do now, which is uh, what you didn't do before, which I think we both do now, is when we tell each other how, like... That we're upset about something. Yeah, like when we're upset about something, we don't just be, like, passive aggressive about it. Yeah. Oh, Um, I hate that shit. Yeah. I hate that shit so much. (laughs) I hate... Side tangent, maybe. I hate when, like, someone's, like everything's fine I'm okay like you say everything's fine you're okay but then you don't act like everything's fine you're okay you know you act like you're mad yeah or you act like I'm just I'm gonna give you the silent treatment even though I said I'm fine nothing's wrong I yeah. hate that shit yeah yeah squash the beef right now yeah no it's true because it's like if you really are upset let's see if we can understand each other and if we can't then we can move on like then we can like do like at that point you have to decide do I con- do I want to continue whatever this is like a friendship yeah. whatever um or am I just going to be really upset with this person for the rest of my life like you have yeah, to reach exactly. a point where you're gonna talk about it and get somewhere or else you're just yeah. 
you're just honestly doing something you really lose stupid. people left yeah right. yeah no it's true and i think i like that about us is that like we will tell each other like i remember recently i'm not going to get into it but you would i did upset you about something unintentionally and I then remember, you did tell me you texted me you're like oh my god like i didn't really appreciate that and this this episode kind of makes me sound like such an asshole but um (laughs) (laughs) and I I remember I was like oh my god I was like I had no idea because it was something I said that triggered you yeah and I didn't know you you didn't even say anything wrong it just I didn't know triggered me because I was recently coming out of a situation yeah yeah and I was like oh my god I had no idea and I'm so sorry like and imagine if you were just mad at me and I had no idea that I hurt you yeah you know Like, I'm so glad that we are at that point where we're not just, like, ignoring each other when we're angry. Yeah. Um, but I will say about that whole Uber Uber thing, I was upset because I already had... You already know the reasons. Like, my uncle had you cancer. Had I had a lot yeah. going on. And like I said, I get into this thing, which is not a good trait, where I'm already upset and then I take it out on people. And I'm really learning to not do that and just tell people, like, I'm upset. And this is why I'm upset. And it's not your fault. It's literally just I can't handle what's already on my plate. Yeah. And... But I think... Yeah. I, I also think... Sorry to cut you off. I think I get into a thing where I don't give people enough permission to just be emotional. Like, sometimes people... Like, that's a coping mechanism is to just be outwardly emotional for a moment. And then you're going to come back down and, like talk about something i feel like i always need people to be like in that moment ready to solve a problem Mm. rather than ready to just vent about something which is that's the type that's the type one in you oh my god i know (laughs) the type one enneagram in you who just like wants to solve problems yeah solve the problem or like i take everything you say literally like remember what we were talking about yesterday like if you tell me that you don't want to talk about something i'm just gonna say okay yeah let's talk about it i'm not gonna bring it up like i it doesn't like it doesn't register in my head that someone might want me to like talk about it and be like are you sure you don't want to talk about it like that doesn't register in my head yeah and my type four ass is like are you sure yeah like are you sure you don't want to dive into your childhood traumas <laughs> yeah are you sure you don't want to unpack this right now my freudian yeah are you sure you don't want to sit down like marinate in it yeah my like inner psychologist comes out where it's like no let's talk about it. sit down sit down <laughs> but that's like you know everyone's different and it's just about learning how everyone works and if yeah. if you are capable of working with that person because let's say like we just didn't want to agree on anything then you can choose between whether or not you want to stay in a friendship. But if you're willing to, like, understand how another person works and understand, like, okay, I shouldn't take so much personally because this is how they are. And not saying that you should accept any type of, like, disrespectful behavior, but you also have to know your own boundaries in order to say, yes, I accept you as who you are and I'm willing to work around that because it doesn't make me go past my own boundaries. Yeah. So you have to find that like really sweet spot when you're when you're in a relationship or a friendship like what is your limit and if you're willing to bend a little bit but not violate yourself and your boundaries. So I find like I I think that's what I'm getting at <laughs> is that we found like a really good sweet spot in yeah. this friendship. It's crazy cuz like 
we've been friends for how long? And all we, like when you really boil it down, we only met because we had a mutual love for a white man. <laughs> oh my god, I don't want to think about it like that. <laughs> I don't want to give him too much credit, but I'm just saying. But I, I also think what's really interesting is like, when we first met, I feel like we had so many things in common. We like did. we had the same aesthetic. We were interested in dressing like in the exact same fashion style. We had flannel, like, the same kind of music. <laughs> we were like the same type of Tumblr bitch, you know. Yes, yes. But then, but like since then, we our interests have like are so different. Different, now. yes. Oh, so different. Oh my god. But like we still we're still cool like we still have things to talk about like that that has never crossed my mind like oh this is a problem that our interests are different yeah it's almost like we teach each other our interests it's really nice i did actually realize that yesterday i was like we don't have a lot in common but somehow we still (laughs) we still like learn to understand what we like like um you love formula one (laughs) I do. You oh love God, cars. I love Formula One, cars, driving, all of it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. But guess what? I put Formula One in my Netflix watch list because yes, I'm gonna so watch, it. For you to watch it. Because I want to no, talk gonna about like it. it with you. You're gonna like it. You're gonna like it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about it with you, and I think that's one thing that I think a lot of friendships should work on is like, you don't just have to be friends with someone you only have interests in. I yeah. think, like, as you grow older and you, like, change, obviously, your 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 hobbies will change, your interests will change, and you have to surround yourself with people who are willing to also change with you, or at least learn with you, instead of being like, oh, well, we don't have anything in common anymore, so, like, we're not friends, which is so immature mm-hmm. when you think about yeah. it. Like, get past that shit. You can be friends with anyone if you're willing to understand each other. That's all I gotta say. True. Period poo. Facts, and that's on period. <laughs> Why are we so annoying? On period. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, I do love us, and I love the fact that uh, we just learn so much from each other. I do. At least I do. I do, too. <laughs> now you feel like you're forced to say that. <laughs> oh, I hate that it's like you can't see my face because I'm like nodding and agreeing with you. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but I have to say things. Yeah. But I say for the most part, we kind of agree on, you know what we do agree on? We agree on a lot of like random things. Like, remember you asked me that pasta question? Oh, okay. The shape of the pasta. question for the listeners. <laughs> Does the shape of your pasta change the taste? And what did we say? We said yes, of course yes. it does. Like, of course Duh. it does. It cooks differently. It scoops the sauce differently. Come on. Yeah, and I feel like those are the things that we agree on that kind of, like, keep us together. Like, we have, like, fundamental agreements. Yes. Honestly, <laughs> pasta taste is a fundamental question. I'm going to add that to my dating profile. <laughs> Speaking of dating, what a great segue. segue. <laughs> <laughs> segue all right um dating what is dating like in la um it sucks trash but i mean like (laughs) this is the first time i've ever actively dated so i guess i don't know no well meeting people organically in la sucks i'll say that 
Does that even happen? I feel like that's like a unicorn thing. <laughs> like, do people yeah, actually meet each other? I don't other? know. I feel like you have to be the like a social butterfly that like goes out and like meets different people every night. Okay, I have a question about LA dating. Hopefully, you can answer. Probably not, but okay. <laughs> um, is it true? At least from your experience, do you think people in LA are more inclined to talk to you if they think that they can gain something from you, like socially? Like, network-wise. Um, are you talking about dating? Mm-hmm. Specifically? Like, when you see it on the dating apps. Like, do you when you talk to someone, are they more interested in, like, what you do? That kind of makes you feel like okay. they're just interested in what you do. Because so they're like, damn, I'll I can say, know someone who knows this. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know? So, you know how I put, like, on a lot of my dating profiles, my bio just says that I'm a professional Formula One race car driver. And if you know anything about me or anything about Formula One, you know that I that's not true. Um, there are no black women in Formula One. There are no women in Formula One. There's only actually one black driver ever in Formula One. So I don't know what the fuck people think that that's real for but i get a lot of guys who like will respond to that and be like oh that's so cool what a cool job that's so badass do you get to take people onto the track what's that like and i'm like um one weird that you don't understand this is a joke but also and i like i none of my photos are with me driving formula one like none of them so i don't know why you thought that was real but also like I wonder if I didn't have that as my bio, would these people have responded? Mm. I wonder Good that all question. the time. I'm just like, are you only interested in me because you think I have this very cool job? Right. And they want you to take them to the track. Yeah. Or they just <laughs> think like that a female driver is like super hot. I don't know. Yeah. Either way. Either way, what? <laughs> Either way, what? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. You should ask them. <laughs> How would I even ask them that? Just fucking ask them. Just be like, do you think I'm an actual Formula One driver? Or be like, would you even talk to me if I wasn't? I'm sure they would lie. I mean, or some they guys, would just stop responding. Some guys are so trash that they'll tell you the honest truth. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're just, they, I don't know. But yeah, no. Uh, dating in Jersey... I will say app dating. Okay, so I didn't mention this in in any other of my podcasts, and I'm going to tell them now. So, I downloaded Hinge. And? Wait, hold on. When was this? Uh, A week ago? A week or two ago. And a week ago. And? They can't see you do finger guns at me. I'm just pausing. I'm just (laughs) pausing. I'm just pausing. Because I'm letting you have your moment. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I downloaded it, honestly, just to see what was going on, because I was so curious, and I think you did mention this to me, like, you're like, damn, for a bitch who isn't even on dating apps, you talk about dating a lot, and I was like, true. (laughs) Um, I was like, let me just go on, because honestly, what's the harm? The episode is, "Mm, I'm so glad I'm not dating, I don't want to be dating, I hate dating, dating is bad, dating, 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 I was like, bitch, just download it. Okay, um, this isn't a drag me episode. This is a drag. From <laughs> you literally about to be a drag. You I'm literally like, brought up like all of our trauma, <laughs> past <laughs> friendship traumas. This is a therapy session, and I'm I brought up the past traumas, and I'm trying to make new ones. Okay. <laughs> I hate you. Oh God. Um. 
Yeah, so I did mention that I wasn't going to be dating, which technically I'm not because I'm not even talking to anyone. Oh. <laughs> I'm literally not. But um, yeah, and so far it's been pretty whack. Um, I thought that pre-corona was bad, post-corona or during corona is even worse. Uh, it seems that men have really not put much effort into anything and it's really hard like holding a conversation with someone at least the people that I've talked to because either they're just not interested in that much or they just don't want to put in the effort and it kind of has made me less inclined to keep dating right now like keep myself on the dating apps just because it doesn't seem anyone's truly genuine like, if I'm being honest, and that sounds super, like, um, like, horrible, I guess you could say, and not a positive thing, but, like, at least from my experience so far, um, it just seems really boring, and no one's trying, no one's really trying, and it's, like, again, it's almost, like, reassuring me, like, why am I even here? <laughs> so, uh, so that's dating in Jersey, and everyone needs to stop quoting The Office, like, please, I get oh, it. Oh my god. I get it. Listen, it's a great show. It's a good show. It's very quotable. But does that mean you have to quote it all the time? Like, it's just everywhere. And it just, it's annoying. And I get it. It's like a conversation starter. Like, oh, this person loves The Office. Who doesn't? Yeah, it's not but unique anymore. It's not know? unique anymore. It's not. Because it's like, I see it every other profile. It's like saying, oh, I love pizza. That's my personality is food. I love food and going on adventures and animals. Oh, my God. The... <laughs> you just described That's every single. You've described every single profile on dating apps. That's pretty much it. And honestly, I don't know. It just seems like um, it's just there for me. But you're actively... Sw swiping what is it on oh, is it, is it swiping like, or i have gamified the dating app like oh girl you should really educate the these people I, like, <laughs> I think i let me see how many apps i have it's probably not as many as i think it is i have i have hinge i have tinder i have bumble i have okay cupid and i have embarrassingly a muslim one called minder um <laughs> with just muslim men but let's not forget my OG, my OG dating app, Instagram. Okay, so oh my god, six. Oh my god, right. it's so funny you mentioned Instagram because it truly is just a dating app. It is. It's my favorite dating app. Yeah, actually. literally, because people post their pictures anyway, and that's basically what all those dating apps are. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like honestly, if you just cut out. If you cut out um, Bumble, it's literally just Instagram. Yeah. And Instagram, for some reason, just makes me feel like I know the person better, which is not true because people be lying. But Yeah, because people only put what they want to put, obviously, just yeah. like on dating apps. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I've never had the balls to like, I think I did once and got rejected, but it's okay. But I never really had the balls to really ask a guy out, like, on Instagram. I remember I told... Did you ask out? No, I didn't ask or them what? out. I just told them that I liked them. 
and they were just kind of like, was thank this you. When you <laughs> <graduated>? <laughs> oh shit! I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was that time. I was just a little embarrassed because I was like, "What if people know?" <laughs> also, he was. I know. Yeah. He, you know what he looked like? No, let's you not. Those, stop. You know those, stop. You know SpongeBob? You know how they have those same fish in the backdrop background like fish extras? That's like really mean. He he looks No, like that wasn't him. Says, My leg. No, that wasn't him. That wasn't him. Who are you? He had a about? beard. He had a beard. Okay, well, I'm sorry that the fish on SpongeBob don't have beards. I'm just wondering if we're talking about the same person cuz I don't think he okay. looked like a fish. Pause. Yeah, when I told a guy that I liked him over Instagram, he basically just said thank you. And that was it. <laughs> and then I was traumatized. <laughs> Why? Why be traumatized? Do you still follow him? No, 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 no. Because no, no. he had like a girlfriend and everything. And I'm like, I don't need to see this. <laughs> Bitch, that's why he said thank you. No, he had a girlfriend, like, like a year after. Oh. Um, but I was like, no, I don't really need to see this. Also, I didn't really like him anyway, like, afterwards, because, like, he was never active on his Instagram, so I was like, why even follow this? Um, so I've just recently gotten back into dating. Not really dating, but, like, at least looking for dates. Um, I've come across some really wild shit. Like real wild bios. I can just tell that I could just tell that some people are just fed up already. Like they're so fed up. They're just like, listen, this is who I am. <laughs> Take it or leave it, buddy. Traumatize people with baggage. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like but you know, you have the best stories. You literally do have I? you do. Because every single time I ask or you literally send the group chat the craziest things. The craziest things that you see, and I die every single time, especially OkCupid. I feel like that's, like, the app for you that's just full of craziness. Okay. Because OkCupid, unlike any other app, I mean, except for Instagram, OkCupid people can just send you a message without you having to match with them. Right. You can just send an intro. Mm -hmm. So people send insane things to me all the time. Um, and most of them, honestly, most of them are boring, but, like, what's more fun for me than reading the message is, like, reading their bio, because you can just write so much on OkCupid. Like, there's so no much. limit. There's really there's no, no limit. limit. You can just, like, lose yourself. <laughs> you can write a whole novel. In your novel. Own, like, expose. <laughs> Fucking insane. I knew it when I signed up for, like, a brief second. It was just too many questions, and too many prompts, and too many things that you can, like, answer. I'm like... It was just a lot. And then when I saw other people's I, yeah. profiles, I was like, that is a lot of information. Do I even need to talk to you? I did the <laughs> like, bare minimum. I did the bare yeah. minimum on my OkCupid. And honestly, you know these men can't read. <laughs> hey. men, as a PSA, hey. men are illiterate, okay? They Stop. don't know how to read. And, and that's really the problem with the American education system is that we never taught men how to read. Um, <laughs> so they're not reading your bios. Ladies, you're on a dating app, they're not reading it. They not read that. I just need people to know that you are a goofball and that you like <laughs> don't take anything Dalal says too seriously or personally. Oh my god, I'm She's like, canceled. Yeah. <laughs> she is so sarcastic. You have to understand if you do not know her, she is so sarcastic. So please don't be too offended. <laughs> or if you are offended, she won't care. <laughs> okay. Honestly, some of the best readers I know 
are men, are. so rela- let's yeah. relax. <laughs> You're like, Ernest Hemingway was a writer and um, reader. Shakespeare? <laughs> Ever heard of him? <laughs> okay. But yeah, just a little disclaimer before I, you know, people come for me. Like, no. Or you. Like, honestly, it's all in good fun. We're not here to sit and make come fun for of me. people. Come for me. Or that. <laughs> Do it. Dalal really does not care. <laughs> what are you going to come for me for? Yeah. You said, you said that men can't read. Now, have you know that my dad, okay, is a U.S. veteran. He fought for this country and he can read so good. Just for everyone to know, your eye was twitching the whole time. <laughs> like, whoa, she's in this. I was in character. She's okay. in this all the way. But yes, continue about OkCupid, the craziest freaking app ever. Um, yeah, it's just a, obviously I feel like the way that algorithm, uh, uh, algorithm, algorithms, <laughs> wow, take an omegle, omegle, omegle? <laughs> come um, for me, the way that, the way that, algor- the way that, you know, the algorithm is set up, I feel like basically when you first join the app and make a profile, they just show you to everyone and their mother, so you just get a ton of attention at that time, mm-hmm. and I wish I was taking more screenshots back then. Um, of just, like, wild things that men would say to me. Like, men would tell me that they loved me. Um, I had a man... I had a man during Black History Month tell me that I had a strong nose. Sir? It's a hate crime. It's a hate crime. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, let's elaborate. Um, (laughs) And that, like, he wanted our kids to have his eyes and my hair and my strong nose and I was like oh okay first of all you're you're 43 so let's Yikes. talk about that Yikes. I don't know why it's, it'll show people it'll show people your profile even if you are outside of their like or if you wait it'll show people your profile if they are outside of your like age range location specifications whatever I don't know why they do that that's crazy yeah but you get the wildest things. Like, I've never been told that. And I think it's also just people, like, not realizing how much they fetishize, like, black women on there. Oh, yeah. Like, Absolutely. it's truly, oh. Yeah, it's a lot about my hair. Yeah. Oh, guess, yeah, we did talk about this. It's to expect. It's, like, it's to be expected. They have I'm this obsession like, okay. with uh, your yeah, hair. Yeah, you like my hair? Okay. <laughs> you and everyone else. But I, I think it's... I'm, I don't do any swiping on OkCupid like I did in the beginning. And I should say mm-hmm. that you made me join OkCupid. My bad. Like, literally the second, I don't know if it was the first day I was on it or the second day I was on it, I matched with the guy that I'm still dating today. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so shout out to you. Can I just say I'm like Unless such a matchmaker? in which case, we don't know. why you do that to me? Um, But I will say I am literally... A matchmaker by accident because every time not every time but so far when people ask me for advice and I tell them they end up in relationships <laughs> and I'm like wait what about me <laughs> what about me have. oh my god it's like um who am I I'm literally Cher from Clueless she would match everyone and then she wouldn't find anyone until like the very end of the show I mean uh, the movie but for me I'm just like never gonna find that person (laughs) um 
that sounds like really negative, but that is so sad. <laughs> that is so negative. But so far, I'm like, okay, people stop asking me for advice because you guys are all just gonna be in relationships while I'm still single. Even though it's not a big deal for me, it's just funny to me. An observation, really. Um, I'm not too worked up about it. I sound like I am, but it's it's not. I actually don't care. <laughs> it's nice though, because you know what? All of my friends deserve to be loved and find someone that is their person. I love all you guys. Sniffle. Yeah. What are you looking at? I'm trying to find you like in interesting messages that I can talk about, but oh. honestly, maybe just like high level. Um, I'm tired of men like continuing to message me after I show them that I'm not interested. Yeah, that's a huge issue. I feel like with men too, is that when you make it very clear that you're not interested, they don't take that as a no. They continue. Yeah, like they, I don't know. If they're like, oh, I'm going to convince her or they've convinced themselves that I didn't, I'm not rejecting them. Yeah, I think it's a mixture. Like, are they like, oh, she's just busy. Oh, she's, you know, she's got a lot going on. Like, or no, if they think if they bother you message. enough. No, if they bother yeah, you I, enough that you'll cave in. A little bit of shame goes a long way. Yeah. <laughs> have a little bit, you know. Just have a little bit of dignity. <laughs> yeah. But you had one guy that just, like, would not stop, like, to the point where he almost followed you to California. Because I've been told that I'm, I'm not good at saying no, and I'm not. I'm not good at being like, hey, I'm not interested. Like, it takes a lot for me to do that, especially when I feel like the person is nice. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm being an asshole. Um, so, like, there's this one guy who keeps, who, like, DM'd me asking me if I was dating anyone. I said no, but he's on the other side of the country. Like, he is in New Jersey, and mm -hmm. I'm in L.A. It doesn't make any sense, right? I'm not going right. to start a long distance relationship all of a sudden um and he was like oh do you want my number i said no he basically was trying to like date me long distance i rejected him but then he made it sound like he wasn't trying to date me long distance he wasn't interested in dating me at all so i shouldn't reject him in the way that i'm rejecting him he yeah. just wants to you know talk sometimes he wants to know if i want his number i was like fine like, you wore me down. It was a long conversation. I was like, fine. In hindsight, I shouldn't have responded to begin with. But whatever. I did because no. that's my personality. So, fine. I gave him my number. He texted me. He was like, you should text me back so I have your... So, for... I don't remember for what. Why didn't you tell me to text him back? Oh, no. He gave me his number and he told me to text him. Whatever. I sent him an emoji. It was real late that night. So, he sent back good night. I didn't respond. But then he sent back goodnight on Instagram, too. I didn't respond. <laughs> then the next day, at the end of the day, he sends another goodnight. We didn't talk <laughs> at all. It was just another goodnight. I didn't say anything. And then every time I posted something on Instagram, he would respond to it or just message me out of nowhere and tell me to text him or tell me that it's making it really hard to not text me what or is whatever. or your days are looking so interesting you should you should consider texting me, me sometimes until the end until like a few days later or a few days ago i don't remember he messaged me he's like hey i'm thinking of moving to LA wherever yeah or, or sorry yeah he was thinking of moving or to paul wherever. alto <laughs> paul alto what the fuck is that <laughs> which one is closest to you first of all you know that i live in la do the math. Which one is closest?
closest to me, LA, the city that I'm in, or Palo Alto. I live in LA. That doesn't make sense. Whatever. And, and let's just say that because what the fuck? Let's just say it's not Paul Alto. We're joking it's, because that's yeah, how Paul he Alto. said it. It's Palo Alto, but he said it wrong, yeah. which made it more funny. <laughs> it just it didn't I it's like get a grip. Yeah. I'm clearly not interested in talking to you. Why are you pushing this? Leave me alone. Yeah. Um and then there's this other man who he like runs a car blog. Um and this was at the time where like this really famous car blog on Instagram said something really shitty and racist and like anti-abortion mm-hmm. and all, me and all my friends decided that we weren't going to support them. Um, my other friend sent me this guy who is African-American and running a car blog. He was like, oh, you should follow him. He comes on some of our drives with us. So yeah. I follow his car blog. He doesn't follow me back on the car blog, but then follows me back on his like his personal instagram Mm -hmm. and keeps responding to all of my instagram stories and this man might be like 34 like i don't know he looks much older than me i've never met him in my life responds to all of my instagram stories comments on all of my pictures uh this has been weeks now where i do not respond to anything he says and and then yesterday or something he sent me his own story because i guess he's a photographer so he's a photographer and the only thing he takes pictures of other than cars is, like, women he finds beautiful. And they're not even good photos. Like, the women are attractive. Like, but the, the quality. Are, it's just, yeah. like, I can tell that this is for the male gaze. You think that this is a beautiful woman you want to take this photo of her. Objectifying her. So he sent her. me his story yeah. of, like, who wants to shoot this Saturday or Sunday. And I was like, why the fuck? It's been weeks of me not responding to you. You think I want to pose? Well, first of all, can we just say that he sent you his own story because he wanted to make sure you saw it? (laughs) I just don't understand. Yeah, that is so strange. You get the weirdest approaches from men. It's so weird. It's for me, it's men that won't let it go. go. Yeah, yeah. I don't want it. Won't let it go. I have this guy in my Instagram requests who... It's, we actually had our two-year anniversary in July of him just responding <laughs> to, to everything. Wow. And me not replying. That's the thing. I don't think some men realize that we know exactly what they're trying to do, which is wear us down. They're literally trying to wear us down. And it's not going to work because we've already made the decision in our head. You know? It's, and it's just like, you need to take it. Like, at this point, just take the clue. Like, it's there. Yeah. Um... And it sucks because, like, if you respond, even just, like, just to respond to be, like, please stop, they're going to still take that as, like, an invitation to talk. It's, (laughs) you're so frustrated. I wish they could see you. A lot of the times, a lot of the times, it's not even just, like, she said stop, so this is an invitation to, like, have more conversation because she responded. A lot of the times, it's, like, they will completely forwardly be interested in you romantically sexually whatever and then when you reject the romantic or sexual advance they flip it as if well that's not what i meant anyway all i wanted i just wanted to be friends friendship whoa relax i've had that happen to me before yeah it it happens Mm -hmm. so often you're not slick this is embarrassing it is and that's why they act like that because they're so embarrassed that they were caught and because we, we clearly say no, and then they're like, whoa, 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 that's not it's, what I meant. You're sick. You're the sick one because yeah, you like, thought well, it. Yeah, like, how dare you? God, yeah. you're so full of yourself. You think yeah. everyone wants to date you? Bro, please. 
please. This this happens too often for me to play stupid at this point. Yeah, like, I don't you know? fucking care. Just go away, please. Yeah. So, yeah. So Lots just blocking people. <laughs> you know, the power of the block button is amazing. Yeah, I a man a few days ago texted me, good morning, beautiful, and I blocked him. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. ruthless it's the aries in you i love that fire no, I, energy no, i never do that shit i never do stuff like that but that man like he was too much so i blocked him honestly i need Feels to start good. doing that i kind of have what you have sometimes and as much as i like to say that i can easily cut people off of my life sometimes there are, there are men specifically where it's just so hard to just cut them off because I feel like I've been like put through like such a manipulation game that it's so hard for me to just be like snip snip like cut it yeah. off and I'm kind you of feel like, like you're doing something wrong yeah but now I realize I'm like no like I really need to learn to block someone and just forget about it and leave it there because there's so much power in the block button. Like, I don't want to hear from this person anymore. I'm tired. And every time they do pop up, I always get like this, should I, shouldn't I? And it's like, no, if I block you, that means like, I don't have a choice anymore. Like, it's done. And I need to True. do that. I need to do that. I need to do that more. I also need to unfollow a lot of people, if I'm being honest. True. Um, like, I don't, people just don't realize that it's really exhausting. I mean, especially for women, because I know, like, men don't get a lot... Like, women don't approach as much as men do. No. So I'm sure there are women out there, like, you're not the only girl... I mean, you're not the only guy, like, DMing her five times a week without yeah. her responding, you know? There are other men doing that, too. That's I mean, I honestly don't get DM'd like that. <laughs> I mean, if you but were like, on these dating apps like that, like, if you were probably, on yeah. like, it yeah. would happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking to this. I'm not even talking anymore. I think I told you this yesterday. I was like, I had a conversation with this guy on Hinge and he's so, so, so boring. Um, I think he also told me to unionize at some point And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to so leave my job. You should unionize. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah. That's it's not... like, um, what nope. do you think unionize means? <laughs> um, apparently he's like a union worker and then I guess he's really passionate about it. And so he's oh like, the first thing is like, you should unionize. And it's like, no. Um, I'm really sad. You should unionize. I'm kind of hungry. Have you thought about unionizing? unionizing? Jeez, dude. Um, and he's just like really boring. And I didn't know how else to like, like, I don't want to tell someone they're boring. You know what I mean? No, you don't have to. I mean, I on don't. a dating app, you don't have to give any reason, right? But remember I told you I started doing this thing where I tell guys that things are just not going to work out? Like... Even if I was just talking to them, I'd still say, like, hey, like, it's been nice, but all I, I just don't think um, we're compatible. Like, I don't think we're on the same wavelength or whatever. And then I'll tell them that, like, I'm going to be looking elsewhere. And usually they don't respond or they'll just be like, okay. And I don't know if that's, like, a good thing I should keep doing. But, like, with this situation, it's like, how do I tell a guy who's clearly nice? He's just really boring for me. And I don't think you should tell anyone they're boring. No, I won't. I won't. I just wonder if I should um, say to him, like, um, what I tell all these other guys, which is, I don't think we're on the same wavelength and I will be looking elsewhere. Do you think he cares? 
honestly no that's why i'm like yeah that's I why i don't so. i never give a reason i mean i never i don't take conversations that far with anyone i don't think i'll be interested in well but, yeah i would never i don't know if he wouldn't care but i do know that like it's not like the conversation was awful it's just it's too boring <laughs> and anytime i try to change it it just goes back to this boring cycle, and it's like he just brings it back to unionization. He, I just don't understand. He just brings don't know it. How to escape like this. you know what I didn't like is that I asked him a very simple question, which was how he got into his union job, and he's like too. He was like basically too long of a story, but how did you get into your job? That's not okay. That's not how this works. You can't. Just yeah, that's like not throw how the it works. Card at me. Like you can't. You like this is a dating app. I'm supposed to get to know you, and you're just basically saying, I don't want to answer your question. You like, should have just said back too, too long of a story. You so know, I was thinking, I was like, maybe I should just be like, I have time. <laughs> Honestly, I, have time. I like it when people say that. <laughs> like, I have time. Where am I going? This yeah, corona. Um, you got somewhere to go? We in quarantine. <laughs> I you, know. You I didn't like that. So I, I think it's just one of those things that I kind of have to, like, just ignore but also like he he messaged me yesterday saying happy friday and i didn't respond so i was like i don't know who who says that really i mean i sound really judgy but i mean he's just trying to get you to talk to him again yeah but it's so boring he is interested but he's so boring and it's like i don't want to talk to someone who's not willing to share information about themselves like how do i get to know you if all you want to talk about is like on thursday he was talking about how he wanted to go on a run. And I said, you should go on the run. And then he's like, I went on the run. <laughs> <laughs> like an hour Dude, after. Like no, an hour after, I was went like, you run. should go. <laughs> he was like, I was like, you should go. And then an hour later, he's like, I went on the run. And it's like, okay. Well, great. Can I see what he looks like? I know this is not podcast material, but can I see a picture? Um, it's on my phone. I'll send it to you later. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. Oh, God. I mean, that's, I know that for yeah. a lot of guys, it's hard to open up immediately. Dude, I just asked how you got your job. <laughs> like, I know, like why do like, you like it? Like, I don't know. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, like, know. why do you like it? Like, Because wh- he's so passionate about it. It's all over his profile. So I'm like, I asked you what you put out there, sir. Maybe it's a front. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he's not real. Maybe this isn't real. <laughs> Maybe isn't we're real. not real. We're not real. What's <laughs> podcasting? This is fake. We're all gonna die. We're all... <laughs> this is the Matrix. This is the Matrix. Oh my god. <laughs> the simulation. I hate the simulation. They need to reset it. I know it sucks. Like, haven't they restart. seen enough? Haven't the they hell? seen enough? <laughs> I'm not wearing my glasses anymore. I've seen enough. <laughs> I don't know who tweeted that. I should cite them before I take their jokes. Yeah. Well, at least you made it clear it wasn't yours. No. I liked, yeah, I don't like to steal jokes. It's very important to me that I cite. Yeah, we don't steal jokes here. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, how did we get here again? Um, just talking yeah. about dating and just, boring men. And- just dating in general has been quite difficult since Corona started because now I feel like they're just really not trying as hard anymore. And I, I don't blame I them. Feel too. the opposite. 
Oh yeah, we did talk about this. You do feel the opposite. I feel like they're not trying hard, but you think that men are actually really putting themselves out there in LA, right? Yeah, I think not even just in LA, but just in general. I feel like men are now like, because you're on your phone more because everyone's home, like there's nothing else to do. I feel like they have more time to like, look at women or like look at the women that they know or like look be on dating apps like I've seen a lot of dating app bios that are like oh I'm only here because of quarantine or like quarantine got me back on this or whatever I don't like that or like I I mean whatever quarantine is the quarantine is honestly the only reason that I've been actively dating I feel like I can I can gladly say that quarantine is not I'm just I've just always been a dater like I think since you know this since like what two years ago Two years yeah, ago, I actively, I actively yeah. started dating, like, nonstop. That was a, that was a wild time. <laughs> we don't need to go into that. <laughs> that was a wild time. Can we just Did say, it was, like... the same Twitter at that time? I think so. Yeah, I haven't changed. So, if, and for anyone hey, listening, hey, 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 just go back to Mary's hey. Twitter around, like, May 2018, June 2018, and you just go, you know, read for a wild ride. <laughs> If they have the time, God bless you. Um, Read for a wild ride. It's definitely not boring. No, it's a lot. But why did I put all that information out there for the public? I I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I think it's because I was so, like, new to the dating world in that sense. Because I had, like, a date every, like, two weeks. You were doing a lot. I was dating so much. You were a serial dater. I was. I would date other people while I was still dating someone which I I want to say like it's pretty it's normal not uncommon yeah people that's do that. I'm like what am I talking about that's like yeah. fucking normal but to me it was definitely different juggling all of those things because I I just never really dated and having to do multiple dates at once just oh my god I remember I had a date back to back one time oh my god, oh my god. dude I was you exhausted you were dating like it was your job <laughs> I was dating and not paying attention to my job. <laughs> um, I'm glad that phase is over. But yeah, so like from there, just constantly dating to now, which, you know, I, I've always been a dater and I've, I went off of it because I had a really bad experience. Um, and now I feel like I'm a little bit more comfortable in talking to men again. Um and so that's where I'm at. It's not because of quarantine and it's not because of the pandemic that I feel lonely or anything. Because trust me, if anything I've learned from this quarantine, which I'm sure people hate hearing, but it's like I really found my calling. Like I really found something that you I've connected did. to that yeah. I don't really need to pay attention to anyone else right now other than myself in terms of like, if, if I'm being real and it's going to sound super cheesy, but... I would rather mend and fix and build the relationship that I have with myself before any man, because I feel like, I feel like that's more important to me now in terms of priorities than finding love romantically with someone. No, I think that's right. Because I feel like a lot of people who haven't done that work Mm -hmm. think that a relationship or a man or a woman is going to like fix that for them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're deeply unhappy, they don't know why they're deeply unhappy, and they think it's because, like, loneliness and they need a, a romantic partner. When yeah. truly, it's like, sometimes you have, like, work on yourself to do first. Oh, yeah. 
Because you can meet the right person and fuck it up because you didn't work on yourself. That's actually what happened to me. Oh, shit. You met the right person? Not the right person, but I met someone that I thought was the right person. But because I was, like, still very insecure and still finding myself, I kind of self-sabotaged it before it could ever be anything which Do I still think... think that they could have been the right person no no definitely no. not but in the beginning I did I was like damn this could have been something if I wasn't so like insecure and like um self-sabotaged in a way but when I really think about it I didn't totally self-sabotage but at, at, at some point and at some degree, I did because I rushed into it too much instead of looking at the red flags. And that's what I think happened to me was I was so invested in the idea of love that I did not pay attention to red flags. And that's what that's what happens when you don't focus on yourself and what you need. You don't look at any red flags because you're just like, well, I can work around that. I can work around this. I can work around that. And it's like, no, like you need to set a boundary on what you can handle and what who you are and what you need. And if you don't make it clear, people will just walk all over you. And I feel like that's kind of sad to say, but true in that it did happen to me. Well, you learned. Oh, God, I learned so much. You Definitely. learned, like, even that whole, like, 2018 time where you were, like, serial dating, as I like to say, <laughs> even though it's, like, funny to look back at, I feel like you probably learned more in that time I, I did. than you have any other time. God, if there's anyone who put up with that shit, it was you. <laughs> I you put up with can't so remember much. any of them. So. I'm glad because I remember I just put no you memory. through so much. I would tell you all the time every time truly no memory great that's great for me <laughs> <laughs> but yeah when did you start actively dating since you um, moved to LA no because I've always only ever dated people that were kind of like people I met organically oh yeah yeah you had like a good streak of meeting people organically yeah but and then I realized that that's a lot of I feel like I realized this recently it's a lot of not me making decisions. It's kind of just like being in a space and someone or like having, how do I explain this? Like <laughs> when you're in a environment with someone frequently, like you see this person oh, every day, yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes it happens that you're just like, you two like each other, you know? But then I felt like I wasn't actively choosing a person. We were just like happenstance in the same place at the same time. Now, right now is the first time I'm actually actively looking at a bunch of people Mm. and trying to choose someone yeah that's a huge difference yeah yeah it's it's honestly even though i used to always say i would never online date it's it's better i feel like oh wow i get to choose someone i actually like whose personality i actually enjoy rather than a person who i knew kind of in this friendship way whose personality i didn't really pay too much attention to until like shit hit the fan and i was like wait I think maybe I don't like this about you. <laughs> you know? It's so funny how we both have two very different experiences. Yeah. Because I would love to meet someone organically and, like, say, oh, we started off as friends and now we're dating, which is, like, always the love story that people want and that we well, see all no, the time. Well, no, it was never... We, it's not, like, friends. No, 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 not friends, like, we but, were like... friends for two years and we knew each no, other no, no. that well. Not that. But, like, 
that is what I'm saying like I wish yeah. I could do yeah. is like no, that's cute. form a friendship and then start dating someone like that's how I think of organically um I feel like that's hard though that is hard I feel like that's it hard because once you're in a friend space I feel like one person leaves the friend space and enters like a, oh I'm interested in you romantically space and then the other person doesn't I feel like that that's scary happens. yeah that's a scary thing because you really don't know you don't so I feel like it's better to like meet someone only with the intention of being with them romantically and then if right. it doesn't work out bye no, no that's actually true we weren't friends before I don't have to deal with nothing that's actually such a good point. There's less investment there. <laughs> yeah. And especially if you don't have the same, like, friend group. Oh, God. That right? is actually such good... Um, that's really good to point out. Yeah, actually, no. I don't think I would want to be friends with someone. Because imagine having been, been friends with someone so long, and then, like, they actually... like Not that you like them or anything. It's just like, wait, I don't even like this person. Oh my yeah. god, you know, like, it's just thinking about it, I'm like, wow. Anyway. Because that's, like, two breakups. It's, like, a romantic breakup and a friendship breakup. Yeah, like, it's really no, sad. You. That's so no, sad. Especially if you had a good friendship. It's, like, it's really sad. Alright, we're gonna end it. We gotta do a close-off. Okay, how are we gonna close it? I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking on my feet, which is what I usually Anything do. to promote? <laughs> Stop. So it's been so nice having you on the podcast. I think um, we've talked about a lot. It's honestly, it was honestly an organic mess. <laughs> it was but a I, good time. It was honestly really fun. And it just felt like how we usually talk to each other. So it didn't really yeah. feel like much. <laughs> it felt like A little just, censored though. A little censored. There's so much I have to cut out. It's great. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, once we, once we finish recording, like we have things to say. Yeah. <laughs> We have things that we need to go over. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on my podcast. You're a delight. Oh You're definitely going to you. come back. I feel like all of my... Me. I feel like Charmy's definitely going to come back. You're going to come back. I want to have more guests. I think I think this can work. You know, like the whole FaceTiming podcast thing. I never, I never realized that I could do this more <laughs> until yeah. now. So I'm really excited to have more people on and have great discussions and you are a delight. I will make sure to tag your social media. Um, People can follow you. Uh, Yeah. So thanks again. Of course. Can I just say um, Mm -hmm. before we close off, I was on the podcast before Emily. Suck it, you stupid ass bitch. Hey. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You're such an ass. Okay. (laughs) All right, bye, guys. Love ya.